Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. As in one hand and your team colours in the other, Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. minutes past three on a Monday afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the show. Kimba on the Reach with you live from Studio Lumo USA. Thanks to Balfour's and our great mates at Hyundai. It was a bit of a rough weekend. We'll talk about that shortly as we welcome the Rooch. Party people! Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey. Rooch, Hello, Roochie Rooch. Stormy weather, hey, Kim? Oh, Not just... Not just on the weather charts either, by the looks of it. We'll get to the breaking story very shortly, Rooch, but it would be remiss if we didn't speak about what took place on the weekend. So our sincere thoughts go out to everyone that's been impacted by the weather events. We know a lot of people are still without power. They've had property damage, uh, food loss. Uh, It's affected so many people. So we hope you're doing as well as you can. We will be speaking to the Premier of South Australia at 4 o'clock about a big announcement that was made this morning regarding Live Golf. Um, so we will ask him about the condition of the state and our worst power blackout, second worst ever in the history of the state. Right. Um, how You'd was your weekend? control that one, though, when you've got trees coming down on power lines, isn't it? Yeah, very much so, Roots. At time, you've had uh, God Syndrome, but not even you could fix that. Oh, thank you, Kim. Well, if I did have God Syndrome, I'd fix it immediately. Well, that's why I said not I even know. you. No, yeah. Even though you did at the Tizer for a while. But we move on. Thank you, Kim. How was your weekend? Oh, well, I I saw a lot of sport and not the results I wanted. What did you want? I didn't want England to win the T20 World Cup. I'm really? one of those Aussies who just can't stand England winning anything. Really? You did say that on Thursday when we did the show down at the Adelaide Oval. I have a note from Alan Sheil about that too. How did you? <laughs> he said, you couldn't be as rabid as my next door neighbour, Jeff. He can't stand them even winning the toss at really? a cricket game. Well, I picked them and I was happy they won. I would have been happy for Pakistan as well, though. Hey, Gee, they were lucky with the weather there, though. Yes. Kept circling the MCG, but never hit. Thankfully, they got away with it. Mm. Um, oh, ben Stokes, he's a big-time player, stating the obvious. Yep. Uh, Barat Sundarasan may be joining us. We're just trying still, to track him down. Still in the fetal position, is he, after India's collapse at Adelaide Oval? Well, I don't think he was happy. He wasn't happy. He's Eddie everywhere at the moment. I was watching The Outsiders on the ABC, hosted by Kelly Underwood, and there he was, front and centre, with his happy pants on. Good on him. (laughs) Best dress commentator ever. Good show coming up, Roach. Uh, The Adelaide Crows girls talk about different events. How was that game impacted? I heard Matthew Clark. They had to do seven warm-ups because of the stop-start nature of the game due to lightning. Seven warm-ups. Not surprising with the weather that hit that game. But But they they had a start that they needed, so that was a beauty. Ooh. Eloise Jones, I love her. Pinch hit her up forward. Neve Kelly, young Irish girl, will join us who was originally, well, 
from Ireland yep. in the West Coast Eagles. Yep. We've had her on. She loves frog cakes. So they face the biggest challenge there is in the mm. AFLW, a refreshed, high-scoring Brisbane side that is in its home state, mm. not necessarily on its home field. Playing at Metricon. And, yeah, that's an enormous mm. challenge. So the defending champ against the presumed winner of this year's competition. I like it, though, Rooch. Uh, I don't beat the best to be the best. Yeah, I don't subscribe nothing to lose because no. there's a game to lose. But Thank heavens you said that. Yeah, but they are genuinely the hunters this time and the expectations a lot less. Mm. And you just never know. Never write off a champion. No. And they've been on the ropes this year. Josie Rand will be right this time, surely. De- definitely. Get the tick there. I mean, I know concussions are... No, I heard Matty Clark, uh, she is raring to go. and he She said, was raring to go last time. Yeah, the bonus is. All the is, protocols are through. She is freshened up. Good. Uh, mm. So that game gets underway at 10 past seven on Friday night at Metricon Stadium. So we'll have a chat to Neve Kelly. If you've never heard her before, she is an absolute delight. Yes. She could talk underwater yes. with a mouthful of marbles in a good way. Yes. 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 She has that. Uh, the Irish have that ability, Roach. Indeed. Uh, South Australian Premier Peter Malinowskis will join us at four. Big announcement today. He was on with the Brecky boys today talking about, inverted commas, magic round. That's going to stick, magic round. No, I'm not, not sure how we get rid of it. We get rid of it and we come up with a better name. We need to be creative. Are you? It's not that creative, is it? It's well, not that hard. I, when Gil McLaughlin was at our launch on Friday at the National Wine Centre, Pretty clear it's challenging a lot of people at AFL House to come up with an alternative name. Well, we'll speak to the Premier. And they've got the... people who just spend all day on this sort of stuff. Well, I hope not. Surely not. <laughs> they do, the marketing Jim. department. They do. We've got to get a gig there, Rooch. <laughs> um, I've got a suggestion for the Premier a little bit later, Rooch. Tune oh, in for okay. that at four. I'll hold my hat. You know I'm very creative. Yes. Lateral thinker. What did you do with the entertainment centre and the sixes? What did you want to call that? Uh, the Crush House. Crush House. Yeah, get all, the, wi- all the wine regions on. of South Australia. Well, now that on. we have a more proactive Premier. Yes. I'm going to revisit that, Roach. Right. If anyone's opposed to it, you why can have your you, say. Why don't you just come and have coffee with Grant Kelly, the owner? We could easy. go nice well, man. Why are you going around all these side tours? Let's just go direct to the no, I'm man. Very, I'm very collaborative, Rooch. <laughs> You've got to bring everyone together, unlike you. You've just got to go to grass. See, there's that God syndrome again. See, you <laughs> just know, think well, you can. <laughs> you're putting in all these middlemen for no reason. Oh, the Premier's a middleman. Well, he is would he? be in this case. Is he? Yes, you don't of think he'd he have would. a say in uh, getting all the different regions <laughs> of South Australia together? Oh, I, I'll give him that. And you don't think he'd have a say in maybe putting a little subsidising it a little bit? Well, I don't think he and Grant get on at the moment, considering well, he stopped his basketball stadium. This is why we've got to get them all together, Rich. Uh, well, I'll just go direct to the boss. So, yeah, this is the way you've always <laughs> operated. Uh, uh, I've completely lost my train Good. of thought here. No. If you've got <laughs> a better name. to derail you, is it? Yeah. If you've got a better name for Magic Round. Yes, please. Any name. Uh, send it through via text 0427 one double six, and at four thirty, we'll be joined by the Adelaide United coach Carl Viet. Oh, they're hot, the Reds. Red hot, red hot, and now they have a break for three weeks. Yeah, timing's everything, isn't it in life? But we've got a World Cup to deal with in Qatar. Everywhere around the world, the leagues stop at differing times, Kim, depending on what the home federation thinks will be the absence of their players. Mm. We've gone pretty quick to come back to the A League. Clearly, well, people in. 
Don't headquarters expect to make the final day in the World mm, Cup. Bridge. No, I don't. I'd love to see it. Uh, Mario, I'm sure he loves you because you only hurt the ones you love. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Maxwell has replaced Michelangelo <laughs> Rucci at the top of the list of dumb Australians. Ethel from oh, sorry, it's Ethel from Ethelton. Hello, Ethel. Uh, that. that that was big news yesterday, wasn't it, Glenn Maxwell? Well, he's only represented Australia seven times at test level. He was a genuine chance, and now he's had an operation for breaking his tibia, was it? He's running around a tennis court at a 50th. Uh, no alcohol involved. Um, just Bad fe- luck. That's it. It's just bad luck. Yeah, and it would have been better if he'd had a few. It would have Dane been had a, lot to say less, yet. a lot less painful. He ain't had a say, say yet. No, no water skiing in the preseason. What, no tennis? In the lead-up to test matches. playing tennis, I don't think. He's just running around the <laughs> tennis court. Get okay. No, still over in America, isn't he? Good luck to him. All right, so that's our show coming up. Roach, before we go to our first break, which is Ooh, only yes. a couple of minutes away, this is, as we straighten up, this is huge news. And uh, it was always susceptible to something like this, but you don't expect it to happen. There's a Brownlow medal betting scandal, and we've just had news to hand that Four people have been arrested, one an AFL umpire. Yeah, so Victoria Police announced earlier this afternoon that they have been investigating some betting linked to round-by-round betting. So a bit like what we would say, exotic betting, who will get the most votes in a round. Because you can, yeah, do you that can bet on the 3-2-1 exactly. of each exactly. game. Yep. Now, Victoria Police just said four men had been arrested. The AFL has done the same, but we've learned since then that one of the men who is under arrest at this time is an AFL umpire. So when you and I discussed this off here, we thought, well, how does this happen? Because you have a game, the three umpires get together, they fill out a form, put it in an envelope. The envelope is sealed. It is sent to KPMG and it stays sealed. Okay. So the only so people who could know, hang on, round yep. by round. Yep. The three umpires, there's no consultation with boundary umpires. Well, there's not meant to be. Well, they might be. be in the room, the hearing, the conversation. Well, then that, yeah, that takes it out to exactly seven people. Yeah. If that, and in fact, happens. I thought they had to leave the, the room. Some of those rooms don't have other rooms to go to, do they? Roach, stop providing an argument for well, the sake anyway, of an look, argument. So yeah. in the end, we knew the only people who could be <laughs> no, involved in this. They're in a dungeon, Roach. <laughs> the only people who can be involved in this are surely going to be the umpires and the people around the umpires when they're filling out their yeah. votes. But I did, that's my point, though. I don't think they're allowed to be anyone else there. I'll take that on notice. Okay. So then they're sealed. KPMG keep them under seal until they're brought in, as we see all the time with the armor guard security guy with those huge muscles with a big... Steel chest. I always, keys, yeah, I always thought that was theatre because I used to host the McGarry Medal, and certain people knew about the result. Oh well, I'll give you the insight as to what goes on. That arrives early in the count, so the count goes to where? What at eight thirty? Mm. So if you if you go to a Brownlow Medal count, you'll see that bit pre-taped. So we see it come in. Mm. Well, the days when I used to go to Brownlow Medal counts, they'd come in at about six thirty when you're sitting down for dinner. Yep. Then you would watch as you're having dinner. Chicken or beef, whichever it is, on alternate turns, you would watch Andrew Dillon, Gillan McLaughlin, and two other AFL staffers all open the envelopes, lay them out, pre-count them, so to speak, all locked into a computer, mm. and then they would do the count so you don't get the famous thing that we had one time at a McGarry Medal, 20 votes still to count. Yep. It's all ticked off. So there's more so the people first that actually time, see the voting. So the first time they're actually counted is at about 6.30 on Brownlow Medal Night, and then they are read live to air from 8.30 onwards as part of a presentation. So between the votes being sealed and the Armour Guard guys bringing him in, there is no way those votes are known. Mm. The only way they're known is if 
as is alleged in this case, an umpire has leaked the information to three mates, you would assume they're mates, and they've gone on a betting spree. Yeah, and we cannot update you at this stage of what type of uh, money was involved. No, that hasn't been detailed, but what is, when people say, why does the AFL have link with betting agencies, their argument has always been that if you have a partnership with them, then you can get the information out of them. So... That information is now all readily available to them. They oh, can yes. see it, all yep. that sort of stuff. So what it does do, it brings up a whole heap of questions about the integrity process around the Brownlow medal, which is sad for the AFL. They've been so strong on this issue for a long time, the uh, processes in, they have in place. But there's always a human weakness to yes, any process. But in the statement, in case you were alluding to the fact that it impact the actual no, voting, it no, doesn't at no, all. This no. is purely a betting issue. All so right, you know, it, it wasn't, to do, in the end, the bet to find out who the winner is and so... It was about who was winning round by well, that round, who got yep. the three two ones in those rounds. So we'll keep you updated. One thing we can good. guarantee you that those four people, they're sitting in a cell at the moment and they would be thinking they'd be sick in the stomach thinking, Who thought this could possibly be a good idea? Well, they've got text messages off phones. Yep. They've got betting slips. So you don't get arrested, Roach, unless there's no, enough there's going to be a fair yeah. bit of evidence here that's working. All right. Them. We need to go to mm. a break. We'll keep you across that. I don't think there'll be too much more that comes out on it today. It's a busy show. A lot of people having their say on what Magic Round should be called. We'll get to that. And as you'd expect, there's a text that's come through from Mario. He says, about time they arrested an umpire. Boom, boom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 319, this is The Run Home. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive. Just a reminder, coming up, big show, Neve Kelly from the Adelaide Crows AFLW side. The Premier, Peter Malinowskis, to talk about live golf in the announcement today with Greg Norman and Carl Viet, Adelaide United uh, coach. Roach, here's a text that's come through. I've, this is your adversary, Blake. Hello, Blake. Now, I think I'm on Blake's side, but there's nothing wrong with changing your mind here, Roach, so I'll see how you react to this. You never know which way you're going to go. Mm. Uh, Hi, Kimbo and Roach. Listening to Roach on Brecky this morning, he certainly backflipped on his view of Magic Round just 11 days ago when he questioned both the need for and the point of Magic Round and called it shallow. Roach today described the experiment exciting, absolute winner and great for SA to describe Magic Round. Why the sudden about face, Roach, from Blake? No, not about face. I'm quite strong. I said it again on Friday at mm. uh, Lords. I, I would prefer the, prefer us as Australian football fans to be taking on Peter Vlandes in his own backyard. Just not be scared of the big man with the big mouth. It's in Adelaide now. I understand what it's going to do in South Australia. It's, it is in the end working to a converted market. Probably at a time when we do need it. I understand that. I'll accept that. After what we've seen through the COVID period, uh, WA had a grand final to bring people out and show that you can put on big events and be safe from COVID. Like, we'd, we'd never had a COVID case from a grand final in Brisbane or Perth, did we? No. Nope. We missed out. I accept putting on a big event in South Australian football would be good, particularly at a time when we saw it even last year. I remember interviewing Tim Silvers having 60% of Adelaide mm-hmm. members still refusing to go to the footy because of the COVID concern. We put on a big event, do it well. It's great. But in my heart, Blake, in my heart, I would have preferred 
that we go after 50 years in that market. From the moment we took a state game between SA and Victoria and to this day still regret Barry Robin doing his knee against Lee Matthews in that game, that 50 years on, we don't get scared of Peter Volandis and his big mouth. That's I don't, why I don't I think it was a matter of being uh, no, scared. It'll go, it'll go there next when it happens. But you did have concerns about it being played in a state that was already a football state. But you've got to understand, as I said, that's no different to what rugby league does. Well, but they've got Queensland, New South Wales to work through. I understand that. But in our, our greatest need, particularly, and I said it again this morning, I have seen the numbers of what's happening in Western Sydney, the need for Australian football to actually put some real investment in Australia's game in that area, I would have thought bombarding New South Wales or even Queensland to just show this game is Australia's game would have been fantastic. Now it's in South I Australia. think they got a fair taste of that when they had the prelim final up there and the first grand yeah. final held out of Victoria. But we've got a lot of work still to do in that area. Point taken by both parties. I feel like an umpire. Let's go to a break. We'll come back with more of your text and uh, we'll pose those questions to Peter Malinowskis a little bit later. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Good afternoon, everyone. Hope you're having a great Monday. 3.27, Neve Kelly from the Adelaide Crows AFLW program. They're into a prelim final after the 3.30 news. A lot of text coming through, Roach, in regards to coming up with a name. The AFL do not want to uh, use the name for Magic Round, and I'm glad. I don't feel comfortable about that. I like this one. Hi, Roach and Jumbo. I reckon that's meant to be Kimbo. It's Lance from Birkenhead. A name for Magic Round next year, or this year, I know it's next year, Round of Dreams. If you build it, they will come. I like that, Round of Dreams. Mm, Let me work on it. It didn't grab me immediately. Okay. Well, I didn't think it was too bad. Better than yours, Rude. You haven't come up with anything. You don't even want to change it. (laughs) Do you? I think it's stuck. I I don't think you get rid of it. Everyone calls it Magic Round already. Only because that's what they've been reading the last two months whilst it's being discussed. Something that's being discussed is the form of our Redbacks. We've been onto it for a while. Uh, It doesn't give us any joy to highlight how poor they've been. Oh, today's result. Yeah, we love Travis Head and we love Alex Carey and Dizzy, the coach. Now, what about this? Before we get to the results, Roots, this text came through earlier today. Boys, it's time for a bake. I'm so over the Redbacks and their inept way of playing cricket. They are clueless. Nobody values their wicket. Nobody has a defence to a straight ball. Bowlers and batters lose patience when things get tough. I wish I had their ability, but ability is nothing without application. It's just garbage. That's from Lindsay. What have we done today? Playing WA in Perth, Western Australia made 444. 444? South Australia, first digs, 299. 117 on the second. That's a capitulation. So they've lost by an innings and 28 runs. And when you look at the makeup of this Shield side and see nine non-local players representing South Australia, I mean, I understand you have to bring in imports. We've lived in the year where we bought great imports. No, but so they're, 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 they're I understand they're marquee that. players, I said, Barry Richard, Kim. I understand the mm. import factor, but when the import factor exceeds your local talent, it leads to some big questions mm. about where is the development program of Shield cricketers in South Australia. So nine out of the eleven have come from interstate. Correct. Mm, not ideal. 
No, not concerning. Yeah, and we've been here so often talking about reviews, need to look at the state of grade district cricket. We talk a lot, we haven't acted enough, mm. and we're now paying a price for it. And dare I say, Rich, we nearly paid a price. We were threatened. I've got to let well, go of at that. At this point, at this point, it might reach the stage where no one rings the Redbacks to ask because at this point, I, interview, I'm yeah. staggered by the indifference. Your point that if it had been the Crows or Port Adelaide, there would be front page stories demanding reviews, external reviews, action, yep. sackings. And if it happened in Ian Chapel's day when I was just a boy, but then going to David Hooks when we had success and even the success around Buff Lehman, it would be a bigger headline. But it's like now it's just there's an acceptance that we're... I'm not accepting it. We're rubbish. I'm not going to accept it. I'm mm. going to roll over and say, oh, well, that's the way it's been Ooh. for so long. We'll just let it roll on again. No, we, it's got to stop. We've got to go to the news, Rooch. 3.31. We've right. got deep and meaningful there. Yes. A quick text, because the big scandal, if you've just joined us, uh, four people have been arrested for a betting scandal in the AFL surrounding the Brownlow. Uh, this text says, with the Brownlow medal scandal, will this now bring in the integrity of all umpires and their on-field decision-making? From Damien, unfortunately, it does cast a cloud over people where it shouldn't. And just because of four silly men making enormous, poor, enormously poor decision in life. Exactly. News up next. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 3.36 on a Monday afternoon. Kimbo on the Rooch with you live from Studio Lumo, USA. Uh, a lot of texts coming through about the Redbacks, Rooch. This one says the Redbacks are the most consistent side over the past 20 years. Consistently rubbish. We are talking about our state cricket team. What are but, we going to do about it? Well, it's up for them to do something about it, Rooch. They've been poor for a long time. Let's go to another program that's been successful in their short time in the caper. And one of our favourites, we are sponsored by Balfour's, this young lady, our favourite Irish woman. We say that to every Irish woman or Irish person that comes <laughs> well, on. We love them all. He loves Balfour's Frog Cakes, who are sponsors of our show. Joins us now, Neve Kelly. Hello, Neve. Hey, how's it going? Thanks very much for having me on. Hey, Neve, don't let that one ride. He promised that he would get you the frog cakes. Has he delivered? Mm. <laughs> Not, yet. He? Not no. yet. Yeah, and yet <laughs> is the operative word there. I spoke to the club dietitian. They just said hold. Hold. Hold till after the final series or straight after the game. Don't worry, Neve. I'll keep that's, him honest on this idea. one. No, I'll deliver them in person. Don't you worry about that. It'll be the biggest day of your life. Oh, <laughs> well, well. Can we get oh, that on the table? Uh, Neve, you would have experienced some weather conditions in Ireland, I would imagine. Have you seen anything like you had to go through on... Saturday at Unley Oval. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, in Ireland we do get some strange weather, <laughs> yes. um, but no, it was it was really bizarre. To be honest, I've never played in a game of footy like that before, like we did on Saturday. So, yeah, it was it was good to get the result in the end and to come away with the win. But um, yeah, it was definitely definitely bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I saw Noah's Ark just float past in that second term. Gee, there were some puddles of water out there. I uh, heard the coach say that it was bizarre, and all his time in football, he'd never experienced anything like it. Matty Clark said that you guys had to do seven warm-ups for the game. Yeah, yeah, so we had seven different warm-ups. And, uh, yeah, I suppose we just kind of had to try and keep uh, focus, I suppose, on what we could control and not let the same distractions and of the delays and interruptions kind of take away from the focus of the game. But um, it was, it was very bizarre. Like um, we'd just be about to head out for, um, mm. for a warm up, and we'd have to delay for maybe 20 minutes because it was thunder and lightning and then, 
go back inside again and try and keep ourselves entertained. Um, but obviously not get too hyped because, um, yeah, we need to to keep calm and then be ready to go when when the time was right. But um, yeah, it was definitely definitely different. Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely a, a game we won't forget. He also said that you had a lot of downtime, and he told you just to relax. And uh, he said you girls are very good at relaxing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was funny. We had we had like girls. Like some girls like to to be upbeat all the time, and then some yep. girls were very relaxed and um, shut their eyes for a while and nearly done their form of meditation, I guess. And then some girls just played a few games in the corner. Um, but yeah, we were very just um, very trying to keep low key. And then when the time was ready to go, so the countdown would be on. Um, to say ten minutes, we'd be getting geared up and ready to go again. But um, so- yeah, Doc told us to to keep relaxed and and be ready to go when it was time to get out. But um. So what did yeah, you do each time there was a break? Like, did you shower and then get dry clothes on? Because you don't want to sit around there <laughs> while you're dripping wet. Yeah, so they had, yeah, they had plenty of towels and we had to change grainsies as well if we if we wanted to. Uh, a few girls changed their, their socks and shorts as well. But, um, yeah, just made sure to keep ourselves dry um, because it was a very long game of football mm. and um, lots, yeah, lots of breaks, um, especially after the first quarter. It was um, a very long break. So, yeah, just making sure to keep dry and... Um, yeah, just keep warm and not get not get too cold or, or wet. Yeah. Dave, it's pretty serious when you hear there's four thousand lightning bolts going across Adelaide. Was it concerning for you as players? Um, to be honest, I think we knew we were in safe hands. Um, yeah. They dealt with it, they dealt with it very well. Um, like when there was a scare, we were just told to go into the change rooms, and um, yeah, they they notified us when it was time to come out. So. Mm. Um, yeah, I suppose we just tried to focus on what we could control, I guess, and, and not let the distractions get in the way. But um, yeah, I suppose yeah, it was just it was just a, di- a different sort of game. But yeah, very pleasing to get a, to come away with the win, and I'm looking forward to this weekend coming now. We're live and interactive. The texts are coming through thick and fast. This one says Roach does seven warm up warm ups before every show and still stuffs it up. Oh, there you go. That's from Mario. <laughs> now, Neve. <laughs> I'd imagine all week you go through a preparation, <laughs> see the opposition, plan a game plan, and then it all disappears with the massive weather conditions. How did the doc handle that? What did, what was his instructions? Was it throw out everything I've told you all week? This is what we're doing now. Yeah, doc was brilliant. Mm. Um, his his ability just to keep calm in mm. the strangest of of times is brilliant. Um, so yeah, I think we all kind of fed off his energy and we you know remained calm and then. Yeah, he'd give us a warning of, yeah, we're going out in 10 minutes, so kind of get ready. So we'd just be handballing the ball to each other in the change rooms and, and just kind of getting our hands on the footy. Um, and, yeah, then just kind of, to obviously, the, the weather conditions were different. So um, I suppose our, our ability to kind of to play some decent footy in the unique set of, like, circumstances yeah. was, was pretty was pretty good. But, yeah, the contest was, was a big thing and, and applying pressure because, yeah, obviously, the ball didn't didn't flow very well the last day. So um, just adapting to the, the, the set of conditions that were there um, was, was the big thing. Yeah, the doc is a uh, wonderful coach, but he's a brilliant human. So you're very lucky there. Uh, change of scenery, yeah. Friday, 7.10. Uh, you take on Brisbane. It's at Metricon Stadium. You'll probably get totally different weather conditions Can up there. Can you be there. sure of that? Oh, no, I can't be. I can't be because it could be hot and still be wet up there. Um, but for the first time for a long time, you are not the hunted. You go up there as the hunters. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I suppose we're going in as, as underdogs this year and, and Brisbane mm. are obviously... They've um, had a, a very good season as well, um, and then a standout team, as, I suppose, as well as Melbourne as well. So, um, yeah, just 
obviously the last time we played them, I think we, we started well in the last game against them um, at Metricon. But yeah, clearly they've yeah they've been definitely one of the standout teams. But I think just their ability to kind of beat us on the outside mm. the last time um, was was their was their strength. So we don't kind of come out and and then put four good quarters together the next day. Um, you know we won't win. So we need to make sure that we're that we're firing and ready to go and that we don't switch off at any point. So, Neve, Brisbane's renowned for its scoring. They've really ramped up their ability to turn the scoreboard over and over this season. Do you want to take them on in that sort of footy? Do you want it to be a high-scoring preliminary final or do you want to wrestle them and keep it very much tight on the scoreboard? Yeah, I think the next day it'll be really important that we bring our pressure and contest to the game. So, our tackle pressure and, and try and eliminate their running game. Um, but also, yeah, it would be great to get get some scores on the scoreboard as well and, and hopefully get some early in the game. Um, but, yeah, um, it'll be an interesting game and, and hopefully, yeah, we can um, put up four good quarters of footy against them. And I believe there's no injury, so the captain comes back in, but one unlucky person will miss out. Yeah, Chelsea will be right to play next week, um, thankfully. So, yeah, she's been, been cleared to go and, um, yeah, she'll be, she'll be fresh and ready to go, especially after missing this weekend. But, yeah, there's... Um, We've obviously got a very strong panel, so you never know from week to week uh, what the team is going to be. So, yeah, there'll, there'll be one unlucky person, and um, yeah, that's just the way things go, I guess. And um, yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, Chelsea be, will be fresh and ready to go. She will be raring to go. I know we only spoke to you about three weeks ago, but you must be pinching yourself. West Coast Eagles um, didn't have a lot of success, and uh, now you're just enjoying the ride here at the moment. Uh, is it still a bit of a buzz and it's still a bit surreal? Yeah, it's unreal. I'm absolutely loving my time here. Like, and yeah, to be playing in my first prelim this weekend is is really exciting. So yeah, I just yeah can't wait to to run out with the girls again. And yeah, and hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully we do get the win. But yeah, it's definitely, I'm definitely in a bit of a buzz at the minute. And um, this year has this season has just gone so quickly. So um, I think especially with the two seasons in one year, it has just flew by. So yeah, um, really looking forward to it. And and yeah, hopefully, yeah, we can get that win. Neve, we, we fully understand the protocols that kept Chelsea Randall out of the game and no one's going to argue on that concussion debate. We know that Chelsea's also very much invested in being a coach. What were her roles on match day? How did she get about it? Yeah, Chelsea's unbelievable. Like She's an incredible leader as well um, as a player. And, you know, she's like her attitude, she's just so positive and, and upbeat. So... Even when we did get that news that she couldn't play, she got around everyone and and made sure that she could contribute in in another way. So, yeah, she just got around everyone. And she just, yeah, was just her her positive self basically, and um, yeah, just being there even in the change rooms, her presence um, speaks millions. So, um, yeah, just even like she was able to communicate to a few of us that obviously that haven't been in a final series before, and um, trying to just deal with the conditions as well um but yeah she's just an incredible leader and it'll just be great to have her back out there again again well neve it's going to be a massive night friday night 10 past 7 adelaide time the eyes of the nation will be on metricon stadium when you take on brisbane we wish you all the very best we hope you can cause an upset and the last question what's your favorite sports show in the world Ooh. This one. All right, just pick one on RTE and Ireland and we'll just let it go. 
we were going to make it. We were going to make a big promo oh, out right. of that. Oh, that was deflating. Well, in Australia, um, <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> it's got to be this one. But yeah, Kimbo on the Roach. Kimbo on the Roach. Right, well, that won't be a promo. No, ben, didn't work. ben never put her on again. Yeah. Hey, we love you, Neve. <laughs> Which one do you like, the chocolate or the lime frog cakes? Oh, um, do you know what? I'm not fussy. Okay. <laughs> uh, and the same with your sports shows. <laughs> okay, good on you, Neve. We love you to bits and uh, all the best on Friday. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers for having me on. And what show you been on? Kim on the Roach. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah, got it. Right. And I, and I yelled over it. Uh, she's an absolute cracker and uh, been very good, Roach. Gives them a little bit of leg speed. Ten possessions on the weekend. Uh, who are you tipping? I can't go past Brisbane, I'm afraid. They've just been it's so impressive this year. Got to be real about it. Totally I just like the way they've done it, yeah. their footy. Well, because there's... I'm not putting a family member's life on it. I'm just going to hope the Crows girls cause an upset. Oh, I accept that, yeah. but you'd have to Do admire. you really, though? Oh, I accept what you're saying. You wouldn't begrudge them a third premiership. It no, makes it harder to catch root for your mom. you have to accept my point Fourth of view rather. that Brisbane is an extraordinary side this year. All right, I'm waffling on. It must be close to holidays. Only two weeks to go. Um, What's your favourite sports show? My favourite sports show? Oh, you've done it too now. Um, no, Stalled just, at the gates. Just trying to think about it. I watched Sports Sunday yesterday. I grew up loving that with Max Walker and um, the bloke that passed away with the moustache. Um, 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 Gibson. Oh, yeah, Mike, Mike Gibson. Yes. He used to go, all righty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, well, we can't say us, Roach, can we? Yes, you can. All right, Kim on the Roach. Uh, because we have good prizes, <laughs> like $1,000 worth of free fuel. Time to play Beat the Boys. Okay. Write this number down and then ring. First caller through, one 736 736 If you want to win $1,000, oh, excuse me, dollars worth of free fuel, all thanks to Hyundai. Uh, don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. Best of three questions. You take on the Rooch or myself. It's as simple as that. Then you go into the draw. What have we got? Three in the draw already. Yes, three. Because yes. I had a brain fade Thursday and yelled out the answer before saying my name. Yes. I know. Got a bit excited. All right, ring now. Beat the boys. Here's your chance to win $1,000 worth of free fuel. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Woods. 3.53 on a Monday afternoon. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Thanks to our good friends at Balfour's and Hyundai. Uh, the Premier of South Australia, Peter Malinowski, is coming up at 4 o'clock. A lot to talk about regarding live golf and the Magic Round and a few other things. Carl Viet, coach of Adelaide United, after 4.30. They are in red-hot form. All right, it's time to play Beat the Boys. Your chance to win $1,000 worth of fuel for nothing. All you have to do is either defeat Rooch or myself in a best of three quiz. That's how simple it is. And joining us today is Daniel from Craigmore. Hello, Daniel. G'day, Kimbo and Roach. Hey, uh, Daniel. I don't know if it's the same Daniel. I was just reading a text earlier. Have you just been over in America watching sport? No, unfortunately. I'd love to. Different Daniel. I was going to ask you about it. Hey, Dan, um, this is all pretty simple. You've got to pick either Roach or I to take on. We've both had mixed results. There's only three people at this stage, that have qualified for the $1,000. And that'll get drawn. Is it next week, Rooch, or have we got another week to go? We could do it 
The week after next. We the week after next. The week right. after so next. So $1,000 worth of free fuel. Who would you like to go into battle against? I'll go against you, Kimbo. Oh, oh, everyone's picking Daniel, me. here we go. All right, Daniel. Well, Roach has just been handed the questions. We have categorically not seen these questions. Uh, I'm going to assure you of that. No. So here we go, Roach. It's over to you. Oh, hang on. You've got to yell out your name before you ask the question. So just go, Answer. Dan. Yep. That will do it. Yep. And he'll go, Kimbo. I'll hopefully do better than last Thursday when I spat out the answer first. Right. Here we go, gentlemen. Are you ready? Yep. Yes, good. Yep. It is AFLW preliminary final weekend. Kimbo. I've got no idea where it's going, but uh, it's uh, North Melbourne and Melbourne and it's Adelaide and Brisbane. Wrong. Oh. We get ready for this, Dan. You do get the repper charge. It is AFLW preliminary final weekend. Who do the Crows play? No, you have not answered the question. Well done. I you've... did answer the no, question. No, no, no. You've said Adelaide not given... and Brisbane. You've given an answer, which is not the question. You can't oh, just throw out two games. Well, that says who they're playing. Oh, look no, at, no, at Bumfuck Benny there chortling and you shaking. Cannot win. No, no, cannot no. win on that. 1 0 oh, to Dan. What, I'd like to bring the lawyers in, but I want you to win the, the $1,000. lawyers will Dan. throw this out very quickly. The question yes. is specific. AFLW preliminary final this weekend, who do the Crows play? You well, threw I said out Brisbane and Adelaide. No. Not the correct answer. Oh, oh you can have that, Dan. I don't right, question is. two. Right. Dan leading 1-0. In the T20 World Cup final last night, who hit the winning Kim runs? Dan. Kim has come in first. Ben Stokes. Yeah. 1-1. Ooh, here we go. Here is the decider. In Adelaide's 3-0 win against Melbourne Victory, who scored first? Kimbo! Dan! Ooh, Kimbo's got in first. Uh, no, oh, Kimbo's oh, in oh, first, Dan. Oh, this yeah. is to tie. Yeah, I got in first. So who, who scored first? Who scored first? The player's name, to be specific here. We know Adelaide United scored first because they're the only team. Ibasuki. Correct. 1 oh. 1. Sorry, Dan. Hello. Just oh, good, thanks, by boy. a split second. Oh, sorry, Dan. Ugh. <sighs> I reckon I got the first uh, question good. right anyway. No, you didn't. <laughs> Roots and I will argue a little bit uh, later. Hey, Dan, just quickly, are you excited about inverted commas magic round? Yeah, I am. I'm looking forward to it. I wouldn't mind going to a few games like in the Barossa and at the LA Oval. I love it. And I think that's how a lot of South Australians are going to be. Um, have you got a name? Because they, they, got, they don't want to steal the magic round from the NRL. Uh, you got a quick name off the top of your head? As a Crows fan, mm-hmm. I think it should be a South Australian great being in South Australia. And if it goes into other states, they can have a great from their state. So, like, in our state, I think it should be Russell Ebert round. Oh, Even right, I'm, a great. Man, I'm happy to be in, yep. yeah. Okay, interesting. All right, we'll throw that out there. People can have their say. On well, we've had a text message on that front, have we? Good on you, Dan. And it reads, the round should be known as Heritage Round and every team can wear whatever jumper it wishes. Well, you're so argumentative. You're my brute. You'll probably wear your, your V. <laughs> Just, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Joking. I'm joking. Um, that got close with Dan. I reckon... You, no, I you're got, wrong. You were wrong. I you said can't Brisbane just and Adelaide. spray out every answer. Well, it was Brisbane and Adelaide. specific answer. That was the answer. But that wasn't the question. Who do the Crows play? Brisbane and Adelaide. 
play That's one prelim and North answer. Melbourne. Sorry for giving too much. That's almost to the point of cheating, Kim. Uh, oh, <laughs> it is. You're trying to hog. You go. I'll get in quick and then throw out every possible answer. No, we wanted a specific I gave you answer. Who was playing in the prelim finals? The answer was not who were playing. Who is Adelaide playing? Specific question. Specific answer. Brisbane. All right. Um, <laughs> right. We've got a text here from Chops. He says yes. it could should be called Beat the Bozo. Um, <laughs> uh, I felt bad for Daniel there, but I reckon I gifted him the first question. We'll leave it at that, Rooch. Um, number of texts coming through before we go to Peter Malinowskis. Uh, we're talking about the umpiring situation. Just update us there, Rooch. So we've had four men arrested for a Brownlow, Meti, Brownlow medal betting scandal. One is an umpire. Mm. So we await further detail, but it was from information of certain rounds played this year. So clearly you join the dots. The umpire knew how the votes went, 3-2-1 in those rounds. Yep. And then you can have what is known as an exotic bet on a round. So three men have gambled. They have the betting data. They have the phone text messages, Victoria Police say. Yep. And it would be a very, very difficult moment for those men, and I assume they're all men, and you will hear more about this in our news service, mm. which is coming up next. But, uh, yes, the four people involved, one being an AFL umpire, mm. are all in jail. They've all been arrested. It's a huge story. Uh, we'll get a bit more of this on our 4 o'clock news. Hey, the Premier of South Australia has been good enough to join us. He's coming up next. He was on brekkie this morning talking about Magic Round. He obviously knew the big live golf announcement was uh, eminent. Is that the right word? Imminent. Imminent. In, Imminent. That place. Yeah, anyway, he's coming up after four. I stuff that up. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Just after four o'clock, Kimbo on the reach with you. The run home, thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours. Balfour's are for the game, a wonderful South Australian company. They've been baking people happy since 1853, Roach. And I tell you what, since stepping into the Premier's chair or seat, this man has brought joy to many as we welcome the South Australian Premier, Peter Malinowskis. Peter, thank you for your time. Thanks, Kim. Good afternoon, Roach. Uh, Got you on the show, on the station, twice in one day. That's because there's so much good news. You were talking about Magic Round with the Brecky Boys this morning. We're going to talk about the Live Golf announcement. If you don't mind, though, Pete, can we just change direction? Because it would be sure. remiss not to mention the blackout. It's the second worst one the state's ever had. It's affected yep. about over 160,000 customers and maybe up to half a million South Australians. Where are we at at the moment? So, of course, I'm glad you raised me this with me, Kim, because it has been a, a busy weekend that we've been working on this. So, obviously, on the weekend with that storm cell that came through that had cyclonic conditions on the weekend, we saw more trees fall on power lines and many other incidents in the state's history. There was also about just over 400,000 lightning strikes across the state and, and many of them hit power assets. So, the issue that we've got on power is nothing to do with supply. In fact, if anything, we've got too much generation in the system at the moment, it's just because the power lines have been cut at very at, at so many different locations. So the interconnector is down, but that's not what's caused the, the blackout. So we've got, um, you know, I think there's a bit over 700 um, people working on the ground restoring that power. We've got teams coming across from interstate. That 160,000 number, we've managed to get that down to 30,000 in pretty quick time. So uh, as of uh, my last update was just before nine o'clock. 
this morning. Um, we've got that number down to, like I said, 30,000. So by four o'clock, by now, it's you know an, a lesser number again. But I think by tomorrow, we'll have the, the situation largely rectified for those people without power. And my thoughts are, are with them. Um, and of course, you know, this is an, a, a terrible incident, but there's not much we can do about that many trees coming down as quickly as they did. So, Pete, if, if people are in a state of panic or they want reassurance, is there a, a point of contact or a line of contact? Yeah, the best the best places to look at are at the um, these, um, SA Power Network's website, and then they're providing relatively quick updates. There will be a, a we're advised that South Australian Power Networks are providing $100 of relief payments to those people who have had extended power to outages over 20 hours um, where there was not much otherwise that could be done. So, and SA Power Networks are administering that. For more up-to-date information in respect to um, uh, other challenges about trees being down on homes, then of course it's the SES that are best to contact and, and their website is um, frequently updating people accordingly. All right, Pete, let's move on to some of the announcements that have uh, taken place today. You've been certainly busy. Uh, as you know, SEN is a sports entertainment network. You are the poster boy at the moment for sports entertainment. We've got the Valo Adelaide 500 happening since you got into government. There was the announcement of Magic Round, which we'll revisit in a moment, but a huge announcement today regarding Live Golf. This had been rumoured for a while. It's a 54-hole competition. Australia... Not just South Australia. Australia has had trouble attracting the world's best golfers for decades now. This is a huge announcement this morning with yourself and Greg Norman. Yeah, I'm. I'm. This is the, the this is the last big one, guys. I got. To, I don't want to give you treasures <laughs> anymore. Now it's around the corner. But what we did is we allocated forty million dollars, and we committed to this before our election earlier this year that we wanted to go out there and attract major events. Now, just just to explain why here. <laughs> The simple fact is that during COVID, the industry that was a hit the hardest were hospitality and tourism. Mm. They paid a big price. So we were, we wanted to apply thought to what, how can we stimulate that part of our economy and help those small businesses out and those working people out who really suffered. And major events is a key component of that. So we put the $40 million aside and we've been, ever since the election, we've been working really hard to get those new events. And you've just covered off on bringing back the LA 500 Magic Round and now this. The thing about the Live Golf one, we wanted to have an international event. Uh, we've The Tour Down Under is international, but we wanted something else that was international in our calendar that we know we'll get people on a plane for from other parts of the world. Um, Australia's, you're right, uh, Kim, we've been really denied by of, of the world's best golfers in the past, and there are a lot of people who get on planes internationally for tournaments like this. So we're going to have the biggest names in golf that you could possibly imagine. Cam Smith, you know, absolute rock star after winning the British Open. Phil Mickelson, Bryson Chambo, uh, Brooks Kepka, uh, Dustin Johnson. I mean, these are the biggest names in, in world golf. They've got their followings on social media. The, the followings of many of their partners on social media are, you know, are astronomical. So it's a, it's a great opportunity to showcase the state, state to an international market. But critically fill up hotel rooms across across our state. So, Pete, you've put on the table that it's $40 million, so we get a bit of transparency there. Everyone would want to know what return you get for that $40 million. Have you got estimates? Have you got layouts yep. in front of you that tell you just what this sort of investment brings to South Australia, not only immediately but long-term? Yes. So 
There are key indicators that we uh, put into our contracts with the, the people that we're doing them with, whether it be the AFL or, or Live Golf. Um, there does need to be public scrutiny of the funding line, which is mm. why we make that $40 million budget. In terms of the exact dollars we give to each, we, that is subject to commercial incompetence, mm. not for their interest, but actually for the taxpayers' interest, because I don't want Liv knowing how much we've committed to the AFL and, and vice versa, if yep. that makes sense. Yeah, gotcha. But in terms of the overall economic return to the state, yes, between the, between the Magic Round and the Live Golf Tournament, which are, and one goes into the other, mm. they're, you know, one's in mid-April and one's the following weekend, yep. in the middle of school holidays. We think that between the two of them, we're looking at somewhere in the order of $60 million worth of economic activity or north of that for the state of South Australia, which is a, a great return on investment if we achieve those targets. And there's been a bit of modelling and, and analysis that goes into this. The, the, just to give you some confidence, the AFL alone for the Magic Round the AFL alone are booking out 1,400 rooms in Adelaide. Just the AFL. That's for all the teams and the officials. That's before a single fan has booked their flight. We know that on average 3,700 people travel, fans travel each week for each round of the AFL. Well, now that's going to be happening across 16 teams that are travelling all to our city all at the one time. Similarly with golf... Sorry, go on. Yeah. No, no, I was going to say, can we accommodate that? Mm, that's the big question. <laughs> well, well, well. That, if there's a challenge, it's that. Yeah. Yep. So, and that's something that we had to talk through the AFL with very mm. carefully because, as has been widely canvassed publicly, I, you know, they were planning to go to Sydney with this and and we had other ideas. But we, we had to satisfy them that we can meet the demand. With Live Golf, um, it's a dim- dim- different demographic again. And which is what we want. We think that some people will stick around the the week, but it's a different demographic. And often uh, people who travel for golf tournaments uh, are people who have a lot more disposable income and then will go into the high-end offerings and travel the Mm. Barossa and also go to the nice restaurants and the like. So different different demographics for different markets, but all equally important when we're trying to stimulate the economy. And a quick shout-out to the Adelaide Hills Wine Region and the McLaren Vale because they're very competitive, Pete. (laughs) Pete, at a time when when we're getting more and more social agendas in sport, are you comfortable with Liv and that Saudi aspect of it and the issue of human rights again? How does that sit with your government? Yeah, that's a good question, Rooch, and I appreciate you asking me because, look, naturally this is something that we discussed and and contemplated. Look, the simple fact is, and I've been in touch with members of the federal government about this, but... We, we are an open trading partner with Saudi Arabia. The Commonwealth, mm. in fact, we actually have defence deals with Saudi Arabia. They're a bigger trading partner. Um, we export more to Saudi Arabia than we do to France. Mm. Um, and, you know, we engage with them in the G20. So this is, an, this is a very different proposition to, you know, say a Russia, for instance, and I don't even want to mention those two countries in the mm. same context, but it's a very different proposition. I think some of the arguments, and I made this point our press conference this morning, all of the arguments that have been proffered against Live Golf yeah. are coming from principally from the USPGA, who doesn't want the competition. And the thing is about the USPGA, they haven't done any favours for Australian golf any time recently. I mean, True. we haven't had these names ever. And now they're all going to be coming to Adelaide in a way that Australian golfing fans have been craving for decades. Yeah, but I love my golf. So... 
Yep, you're right. Yeah. To get Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, Sergio Garcia, and my favourite, Louis Ulstenhausen. Uh, it is absolutely brilliant. We know how busy you are. A couple of quickies. Uh, Grange Golf Club, it'll be played there April 21 to 23. What was the process? Uh, Kionga would have had their nose put out of joint. Royal Adelaide and maybe even Glenelg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this one I want to shoot home to, to Greg Horman. Norman, a bit of a handball, but he, he likes Grange. He designed the Grange East course. Ah, and right. back in ni- 1976, he won, he won the West. Yeah. yeah, that's right. In 1976, he won his first ever professional golf tournament in the West Lakes Classics yeah. at Grange. So this is something that he was pretty keen on, and we're happy to back it in. I was there as a young kid. I remember it vividly. Hey, let's change tack and go back. Congratulations on Liv. That is huge for the state, and it's huge for golf in general. Um, Magic Round. We're all calling it Magic Round. We've had a lot of correspondence on the show earlier today. I'm not totally comfortable with stealing another code's nickname uh, for something yes. so unique. Uh, are we going to have a different name? Yes, it is going to be a different name, Kim. And the AFL, in fact, Gil was pretty open and honest about this. He said he's had a bunch of experts within the AFL's marketing department and the like, and he thought all the names they came up with were stinkers. So <laughs> he's put it out to the South Australian, not to the South Australian public, to the Australian public to, to, to offer their suggestions up to the AFL. And we suspect that they're going to have the official name announcement when they announce the draw, oh. which will be in around about three weeks' time. Yeah, I've, just got a whisper, I've got a whisper just on that, Roach. I've yeah, got a really? whisper. Yeah, I've got, that's going to be called the Abracadabra round. I'll, I'll, oh. that's, that's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> so Last one, Roach. Just dedicated to the fans, Pete. Call it fans round. Oh, very Yeah, something like that. No, that's now, bland. Don't agree with that. Are you going to keep it? Are you going to keep it? Or is it just going to be a one-off? How's the battle for keeping it in that? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good question. So, look, we know that other states were vying for this, Western Australia and New South Wales in particular. The AFL were pretty keen on New South Wales. And, you know, without going into all of the negotiations, we made it, I made it clear to Gil that mm. I, didn't, I wasn't interested in coming second here. We wanted the first one. Yeah. They are going to, I think, want to move it around mm. but my view is let's put on the best show we can we've got a short run up it's only a few months away we're talking to april so six you know, five six months away we've got a short run up so we've got to put on the best show we can and make it as hard as possible for the afl to move it elsewhere when we have got um agreement with the afl that they'll come back here uh in the not too distant future now whether it's 24 or 25 will remain to be seen they haven't made any decisions about whether or not they continue with the concept at all into 2024. Right. So the first step, this is a bit of a pilot year. The AFL want to see how it goes. Then they'll make a decision about whether or not they do the, the round again in the future, and then if so, where. And, you know, I think we won't get it all the time, but we want to punch above our weight. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, if you're a South Australian, there's plenty to be happy about at the moment. I know you're not responsible for all of these, but you've got your fingerprints on quite a few. But uh, December the 1st, the Velo Adelaide 500, the supercars are back. In January, Roots, we've got the Santos Tour down under. February, March, the Adelaide Fringe Festival. March, WOM Adelaide. March, Adelaide Festival. March, the Adelaide Cup for horse racing enthusiasts. Then in April, it's Live Golf. Uh, April, May, Tasting SA. It goes on and on and on, the Clare Valley uh, Gourmet Weekend. And then in June, We've got the Cabaret Festival. So it's all happening in Little SA. Pete, we really appreciate your time. Congratulations to you and your team on the hard work that you've done to secure these events. It's going to be huge. Thanks a lot, Kim. It has been a team effort, and, and I'm just glad we've got some results for South Australians and hope they can enjoy it. Cheers. Yeah, something Thanks to too. smile about. Peter Malamatnowskis there, the Premier of South Australia. I'm wrapped. I know it doesn't make everyone happy. Not everyone's involved in sport. No, that's but true. It, it, it's true. It gets the economy going, Rooch. 
Yes, and your key point, do we have enough rooms? <laughs> yes. That was one of the points Gillan McLaughlin made at our launch on Friday. It's the biggest question that the AFL has. How is everyone going to fit into Adelaide and South Australia, particularly the regional areas added in, when we put on this big round, whatever it is well, called? Well, Ruth, so the, the extension that you've done on your house for the last five years, you could take on another 500, I'd say. Uh, we are live from Studio Lumo USA. He didn't deny it. He didn't deny it. This is the run home, thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Nearly 4.22, running very late but enjoyed that chat. And, uh, Dare I say it? If Peter Malinowski has been Premier, we would have had a grand final at Adelaide Open. Oh, well, Roach, I said that when I this know. was... And you jumped down my throat. I'm with Blake. You chop and change. Ben, close the door. <laughs> Got the studio door open oh, here. When have I not said that? Well, you did, Roach. About a grand final? Yeah. Well, you knew what was holding back a grand final in Adelaide. And um, where was I, Purse Roach? strings of previous government. I think I was halfway through a credit. Sorry. It's, it's time for holidays, isn't it? Where were we? Uh, 4.22. This is the run home. Well, thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Rich, if I don't say it, you don't get paid. And uh, you get all the money. I do uh, not. Yes, you do. Uh, hi, guys. Here we go. We said, what will we call Magic Round? Hi, guys. Call it Heritage Round and Port can wear the bars. What would, wrong, what would be wrong with calling it Heritage Round? I don't, well, I don't mind not, that. It's not fair to every team. Why? Well, what did Gold Coast do for Heritage? Well, their jumper's different now to what it was in their is very it? first game, isn't it? Is it? Well, they can they can celebrate with their first Indigenous jumper or... Dedicate the round to the well, fans round. Uh, well, then you're going to have people, you know, inadvertently logging on to fans only, which is something very risque and blue. What's that? On oh, Roach. What you, is it? You can... You can <laughs> what is it? It's a um, adult website, Roach. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Where? A when I grow of, up, I might look. A, a number of... Um, yes. Because you were revealing a bit too much here. No, I'm not. I've right. never been on it, Rooch. But I'm just saying, I'm trying to think of the appropriate words. A lot of uh, people that have found celebrity status through... Um, what are they called? Um, not sure. I'm not telling the story. No, 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 no. Just um, live TV show. What is it? Uh, oh, fair dinkum. I am in Holland. What is it? Lines streaming. No, not live streaming. No, when people like Fitzy found celebrity status on Ooh. Big Brother. Yes, he did. Yeah, so what are we talking about? It's um, reality TV. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. So people get their 15 seconds of fame and then yeah. they cash in on that by being Rudy Nudies on Fans Only. All right. Okay, mums and dads, explain right. that to your kids. Okay. Uh, and also, Roach, in the ad break, we've got to go to another one. Uh, I just had time after we spoke to Peter Malinowskis. I rang up Larry Emder the game show Quiz King of Australia, and I am 100% right. I still gave the right answer in Beat the Boys. No. I gave extra information. No, 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 no. We're There's a specific answer. You gave several answers. No, I didn't. I gave the teams that were playing in the preliminary final. That wasn't final. the question we asked. We didn't ask what are the teams playing in the preliminary final. We asked which team is Adelaide playing. And I said... You uh, gave four answers. No, I didn't. I said Brisbane and Adelaide and North Melbourne and Melbourne will be playing in the prelim finals. Well, so in that case, if the question was who's won the 2022 Brownlow medal, you could have listed off every Brownlow medalist, could have you? 
long as I had the 2022 one in there. We weren't looking for all the Brownlow medals. We were just looking for one answer, and you did not give it. You were well, wrong. I still won anyway. Eliminated. I refused to say you that didn't I win. was wrong. You drew. And now you drew. You are questioning. You drew. The king of quiz shows. That was not the spirit in which the question was asked, well, Kim. I went to someone independent, Larry Emder. He said, I was right. You were wrong. We're going to a break. Get the boxing gloves. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Yes, Rooch, what should be happening now? We go to the news. Yes, but we'll, we'll go a couple Rarely do late. we go to the news at 4.30. Well, no, we're normally a little, little bit late. That's Usually. We're having a little bit of banter, a little bit of an argument <laughs> over our... Uh, I'm the just boys. intrigued by your viewing outside of well, television. Uh, Bumfluff Benny has come in and straightened us up on that. No, straighten you up. No, well, Rooch, I'll <laughs> clarify. It's not my viewing, you sick unit. Um, it's called... <laughs> Only fans, not fans only. So there you go. I've got no idea what it was. Clearly not. Yes. Anyway, I don't know how we got onto that. How did we get onto that? No, let's let it go. Uh, yeah, let's as quick get, as let's possible. Get off it. Yeah. Um, Roach, more texts coming through regarding our banter. This is regarding beat the boys. <laughs> yeah. Kimbo, if the situation was reversed, would you give <laughs> Roach the answer? And I can say hand on heart. No. Because I'm inherently fair. No. Yes, I no, would. No, you would not. I would. You would not. You couldn't. I would. You would accuse me of hogging the question. No, Rooch, I'd bring it Larry Emder. Let's uh, move on. <laughs> <laughs> Huey at Aldinga. G'day, Huey. No point calling it Heritage Round as the AFL would schedule Port against Collingwood yeah. and we wouldn't be able to wear our yeah, prison exactly. bars. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that is a, a cracker. I love that one, Huey. Exactly. And I don't think it's a bad idea. Uh, Phil sent through, boys, I don't know what the issue is with calling it Magic Round. Uh, the NRL stole the name from the English Super League anyway. There you are. That's from Phil, but... Yeah. I, um, I think it's too hard to move it now. It's stuck. It hasn't. You'd have to come up with an enormously successful alternative. It would happen. Rich, it's only stuck in your little pea brain because we've been talking about it for two months. Well, not my pea brain. Every person out there, when you go, how do you reckon magic round? Who do you reckon we can play? Because that's all we've called it. Exactly. That's why I think it's going to be hard to remove it. Well, after two months, you're I apologise for the pea brain comment. All right. You're a very intelligent man. Um, I think it can be changed, but we need a different name. And uh, I thought I thought I gave that to Peter Malinowskis. Abracadabra round. Yes, a little yeah, bit of no. humour, Rooch. Magic, abracadabra. Yeah, yeah, Google yeah, that word. Yeah, you need no, to, you need it. to learn about it. that. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> a in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Just after 4.30, Kimbo on the Roach with you. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. What about the Reds just before they go to their break? Yeah, uh, they, they were shouldn't impressive. be stopping. They should just keep going. Well, yes. Let's men- take them to the World Cup. Let's have them represent yeah, Australia. Now you're being an idiot, Roach, but <laughs> momentum is important. They, they had a 3 uh, 0 win over their rivals, Melbourne Victory. What a Let's rude. find out how the coach thought it went. Carl Viet joins us now. Carl, that was impressive. Um, yes, I've got to say, I think it's literally the, the best game the boys have played since I've been in charge. Ooh, that good. Really? Yes. Yeah, they were 
for the, for the whole game, they were you know right on top and um, didn't really give. Um, they gave maybe one half chance to victory in the whole game. So it was um, you know I was very happy with their performance. I've never met a stopped. coach. I've never met a coach that said that his sides played the perfect game. If there was to be improvement, where would it be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple more goals would have been nice earlier. Oh, three, um, not enough. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, victory are um, defensively a very solid side. So um, to score three goals against them, it's um, yeah, um, excellent. Uh, Roach mentioned flippantly only seconds ago about momentum. Um, is I know you can't change it, but is it a frustration that you're just finding your mojo now and you've got to have a three week break? Um, no, no. Look, we we all knew it was coming this break. Um, so you know, we prepared to, for for the break. So we've gone, you know, trained fairly hard leading up to thirty six games, knowing that we had a, a mini break where we could freshen the players up and get them ready for the back half of the season. You've made Hindmarsh Stadium or Cooper Stadium a fortress. Now, how's that come about? Um, yeah, look, it's always been a, a difficult place for away teams to to come to because. Um, the crowd are very close to the mm. to the ground and can and have an influence on the game. And now that we've got that new roof on the other side, that sort of helps the noise stays in a, a little bit more and it just becomes a little bit more intimidating. Craig Goodwin scores again. How? What sort of pride do you get from the fact that he's on his way to Qatar to represent Australia in a World Cup? Yeah, um, I think we all should be proud of Craig. Um, you know, and when you know his full story of how he's had to get to where he is today, yeah. the work that he's had to go to go through to get to be a professional player and now to be, a, you know, to go to the, the biggest event in world sport, it's, um, you know, all credit to him for the work that he's put in to get him to where he is now. We had him on the show last week. He was very complimentary of yourself and all the medical team and training staff there and the way you managed him to get him back to his peak after that injury. Um, yeah, look... <laughs> As you say, not many players get to play in a World Cup. There's mm. you know, plenty of world-class players across the, the the world that haven't gone to a World Cup because their countries haven't qualified. And, and to have that, uh, a small chance to go there, you've got to you know, do everything possible to, to get there. So um, we put something in place for Craig and we, we stuck to it. Um, knowing that we would, you know, have a slow build-up into the season, but we knew, you know, we had to get him right for the World Cup. So, Carl, what are you going to do during the break? Are you going to have these long nights in front of the TV? Are you going to play more golf? Or are you just going to chill out for a while? Or do you actually pour more yeah. into some tape and have a look at what else you can learn of the other teams in the A-League? Yeah, yeah. Look, um, we've you know the players are, will train today and they'll train tomorrow and then they'll have a five-day break. Um, and in that break, um, myself and a couple of other the players are, are going up to Wyala and doing some community stuff up there. Um, so, and then we get back into training. So there's not too much of a break. Um, and then in that couple of weeks leading into the game, I think we've got a, a friendly game against another A League side just to you know kick kicking yeah. over. And you know, and before we know it, we'll be back playing Brisbane away. Is there a template how to deal with this? It's not normal to have three weeks off in the middle of a season. No, it's not normal. Um, but um, going back to year one of the A League, um, mm. it was a long time ago when I played in that, and we had it. Uh, similar, we had I think we had a two, two and a half, three week break then as well, um, because um, one of the teams went away to a, the World Club Championship. Mm. So, um, no, I remember you know going away and playing some golf actually for a couple of days. So, uh, yeah, I can. We've had it before, but um, yeah, it is a you know, but all leagues around the world have to 
have to deal, deal with it. Let's give you a couple of easy questions. How will Australia fare in their three group matches? Um, yeah, it's going to be difficult. Um, I think if we can get a draw in the first game against um, France, that will you know, give us uh, um, some confidence. And then because it's the, the middle game that we have to win, I think, against Tunisia. I think it's Tunisia, the middle game. I think that's the game that we have to aim to win. And then if we you know, get four points, you generally um, get through the group. Yeah. And the last easy one, who wins the World Cup? Um, I think I, I'm going to say Argentina. I think, um, you Ooh, know... Oof, that got rude. Uh, Messi, <laughs> Messi's last World Cup, and, he, you know, him and Ronaldo have been the best players, at, you know, over the last, you know, decade or two. Um, but I think Messi um, and the, the quality players that um, Argentina have, I think they might... They might sneak it. Oh, in the go. vault, Argentina. Yeah, I'm going to go and have a couple of dollars on that. Oh, hey, Carl, well oh. done. I know there's a marathon. There's a long way to go, but Adelaide United sitting in third space or place on the ladder. Uh, enjoy the mini break that you have and hit them well if you get on the golf course. I will try to. <laughs> Good luck, Carl. Good on you, and Carl. Well done in the past three weeks. Yes. And, uh, been we, hot. We been know hot that scoring, he's a member. Defending. At, he's a member at the Grange Golf Club, Rich. Well, he won't be there between April 21 and 23 next year, will he? Well, he'll have to stay off the does, course. Yeah. Well, well, well he, he can go as a visitor. If well, not, yes. he'll get arrested. <laughs> you can't go out there. Or collect to... a very good paycheck. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so. No, I don't think no. he'd be at that level. Oh, we wish him well. Though. All right. It's a busy show. We're live and interactive. 0427 154 if you want to have a chat, if you're a red supporter, I reckon you'd be pretty happy. Yep. We're going to do them again. Real Estate Weekend Wrap coming up shortly, Roach. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. 48, about 10 minutes to go, Roach, and we're done. Time flies when you're having fun. We're live from Studio Lumo. Don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. It's a wonderful car, and thank you to our good friends at Balfour's. Before we go to the phones, Roach, here's a text from Mark in Perth. Now, this is what the Premier would like to hear. Hi, Kimbo and Roach. Great to hear Live Golf, including Cam Smith, is coming to Adelaide next year. I've already secured my ground pass and accommodation. Had a fantastic visit to Adelaide recently for the North Adelaide Champions of Australia 50th anniversary luncheon at the National Wine Centre. Very well organised, including the French freshly minted full-size replica cup. Oh, that begs the question. Where's the original? Well, that would be at the club still, probably. They might just be selling off these replicas, maybe. Oh, OK. Yeah, to raise money. Right. Uh, that's Mark from Perth. Good on you, Mark. Hey, let's go to the phones. Roach, who have we got? Well, I wouldn't know, Kim, because my screen has, as they say in the vernacular, crashed. Oh. Well, it's Gary from Collinswood. Hello, Gary. Hello, guys. Hey, guys. Good. <laughs> Good thanks. You got a view on Magic Round. Oh, yes, you're I calling it Magic Round too. Well, what's the no. name? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> two, oh. two points I'd like to make. I was thinking, uh, I thought either the Adelaide Carnival Round or the Carnival Round, how we used to have all the... Uh, if you remember back with yeah, South Australian carnivals. Victoria and all that. Yeah. So Carnival I Carnival, yeah. Carnival Round, and it's known as Carnival Round every year, no matter where it's played. Well, that's, yeah, that's why I just thought it's a nice, uh, easy, for, you know, for yeah. everyone. It's, uh, 
And it does bring yeah, back memories of the days with the carnival. And uh, we used to have the footy carnivals in the juniors, you know, with Greenacres and Broadview and Happy Valley. Oh, sorry, Hope Valley back in the day. Hey, we'll throw it into the mix, Gaz. We appreciate that. Just, uh, yeah, just one other thing, just yep. quickly. Roach, don't listen to Mario. He's only jealous of you, mate. That'll get a response, I'm sure. Well, well, maybe where's a mankini like Mario does probably has a fair few of envy issues around the place. Hey, Gary, that's a good one, Gary. Uh, uh, perfect oh. timing. Mario's <laughs> just sent one through. Oh. Uh, <laughs> magic round. Uh, Houdini, Houdini Rucci appears out of nowhere at nine press conferences. Oh, that one's not your best work, Mario. No. Uh, oh, like I said, no, all the best, guys. I love your show. So, oh, thanks, Gary. How really many games will you it. go to, Gary? Sorry, that many, was that? How many games will you go to during this round that we have all 18 teams in South Australia? Uh, look, if they, um, if some of them, they change the prices, like when I say that is, if it's, say, CWS playing, say... Uh, Fremantle. Brisbane. If, right. Or Fremantle, whatever. If they're a bit, like, cheaper, like mm. tickets might be cheaper mm. for certain games, you know, if you yeah. know what I mean. So if you're a member of the club, you get free entry. Yeah, we need some yeah. bit more detail as to if you're just... A fan who wants to be at the game, what you will have to pay. Yeah, well, that'll all be forthcoming. Yeah. Hey, Gary, appreciate you for listening to the show. Um, don't be a stranger. Exactly. Yeah. No, I've called you a couple of times. So, yeah, no, that's all right, guys. I love your show. Thank you. Good on you, Gary. Appreciate that. Uh, we've got another caller, Rich. We'll get to very quickly. Uh, text coming through thick and fast. Gee, we've divided opinion here regarding Beat the Boys. You were wrong, Kimbo. Oh, <laughs> Question wasn't who is playing the prelims. Correct. Question was who are the Crows playing? And you named the wrong game first. That's from Darren. There you are. I just supplied extra information. No, no, you were hogging Darren, the question. You no, were. hey, look, it's not a big deal to me. <laughs> I won anyway. <laughs> no, you didn't win. You drew. It was 1-1. One, one. No, I got the final question, didn't I? No, it was one all, and then I got, yeah. because oh, I won, was it? You don't even know the score. Right. Let's go to Mark from Grange. He's more sane than us. Hello, Mark. No, you didn't get the Can first question. It was 1-1. One, one. What was the first question? The, who, Lines, who, who were the Crows qu- playing? Right, I got that wrong. Yeah. Oh, right, so it was one all. So, well, I'll yeah. take that as a victory. Right. Well, can he win the $1,000 with a few? I hope he, no. I hope he was going to be in the draw. But, but he, he can't, doesn't. so he lost. Right. So that means I won. Sorry Hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. <laughs> Okay, guys, how are you? Yeah, good. We're uh, I was of... thinking uh, uh, football unites. Together we stand. So, oh, it's a long, it's a long tagline, isn't it? It's so, a lot in that. so you want to call it football unites? Yeah, but you, I've, I've got to find a song for it to really burst. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you, you need music. You don't need words. You need music to make it pump. So you're going to write a song and perform a song for us when we come back from holidays next year, then, Mark. And you can release oh, it on our show. I didn't. I didn't say that. But... <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, so how, how long? How long are you staying for? Another two weeks? How, how many weeks you got left? Uh, we got. Uh, what is it, Roach? This week and next, next week, week. Next week, and then Monday and Tuesday. And you start at three o'clock. Yeah, yes, we're three, three o'clock. Yes. We'll be three o'clock next year. Um, we're only on okay. till tomorrow and Wednesday this week because of one day the, international the one day between Australia Thursday. and England. Yeah. And we have Fridays yep. off for the last month. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week and we're going to give that $1,000 uh, away. Listen, guys, as I said, thank you because I appreciate, you know, listening to two guys 
arguing but still being good friends at the same time. Thank you. Yeah, we get on okay. Who would have bloody thought, Mark, I tell you. Good on you, Mark. Uh, appreciate your thoughts there. 454 route. Let's dedicate the round to the fans, I say. Well, that's how we got onto the uh, fans round. Let's call it fans round. That's right. And uh, we went down a different path with the old OnlyFans. Don't oh, get no, on don't that, bring kids. That no, back. All right. The crows of the crows now have to win thirteen games to. Who was that? We're waving to Rich. A fan. Oh. Was it, uh, no, I think it was someone. A, a politician was it? Just walking past. Lines he's right. You know that Anne Moran's been knocked out of Adelaide City Council. Has she? Yeah, after twenty-seven years. Oh, gone. Um, gone. Oh, that was McGain Real Estate, wasn't it? They just walked past. No. Oh, Labor MP, um, Kath- Katrina. Karen. Katrina. Katrina. Don't whisper, Lindsay. I can't hear. Uh, Katrina Hildebrand. Uh, Hilde- Hilde- Hildyard. Right. Well, it's a Labor MP. Anyway, Roach. How good was that for Very 10 good. seconds of radio? The Crows now have to win 13 games to make the finals. Who sent that through? Ah, oh, yeah. What does a 23 oh, right. round home yeah, and away season Chopsy do? Yeah, sent that one through. That's an interesting point. Mm. Extra game. What's the cutoff to make the eight? Um, I got totally confused then. Benny, so I'm saying, who's that was was waving? Then Ben types in McGain Real Estate, and I'm thinking... Yeah, well, we've got to do McGain Real Estate. Well, right, let's do the weekend wrap. Yes, before we go off track again. Yeah, uh, thanks to McGain Real Estate. Sold by McGain again. We love their support. If you're looking to buy or sell, they are the people to talk to. My, my sister's about to sell her house and the wrap through McGain. Yes. They went through the process. They went to a number of other... Real estate company. Mike Dobbin came up on top. Well, actually, it was Zoe Ball again I doing think, all the work. I, I think she swung the deal. Yeah. Now, how many opens on the weekend? 38. 38. That's busy, isn't it? How many went through those 38 homes? 536 with 420 umbrellas. Right. Prospective buyers. Uh, how many offers were made? 163 on 38 properties. You are kidding me. And how many sold? 28. And those other 10 will sell. There's Paul Bonzer walking past. You'd think we're well, you think we're on King William Street. Well, we are actually. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's uh, McGain. If you want to buy a house or sell a house, get on to McGain Real Estate. That's why everywhere you go, there's a sign popping up saying "Sold by McGain Again." Mm, I think the AFL will be changing procedures for Bradley Medal voting from now on, won't they? After we've read a report in the last half hour about, you know, well, sending the umpires to a quiet corner is not. Probably the smartest integrity way of doing it. Is well, it? I don't think that's how <coughs> this information is leaked. It sounds like no, one no, of the it's clearly revealed it. Yeah, but exactly. As but I said, I thought they want to tighten pe- up the process a bit. I thought all other people had to leave the room, and we also have learnt that the reserve umpire the can be umpire. consulted as well. But he is bound by those same confidentiality. I'll be intrigued as to what procedures are put in place for the upcoming season. All right, a few texts coming through. Rooch, we might get through those because we appreciate people making the effort. Uh, in regards to the inverted commas magic round, uh, how about non-VFL round, boys? That's from Matt. I'll just no. read them, Rooch. No, that won't oh, work. I like this from Louie. Okay, Louie, what's he got? Oh, I tell you what, this would be contentious. Ooh. Provocative. Good. Argumentative. Perfect. Combative. Ideal. <laughs> how you've lived your life. Uh, I like this. What about this for inverted commas, magic round? I think we should call it palmy round. Ah, uh, I get you. Well, the Eastern Seaboard, I know. they'd be up in arms because? Because of the palmer. They call it a palmer, don't they? Yeah, palmer. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that's what's the what's the difference in our beer glasses as well? Let's well, do that as well. We have pots and schooners and <laughs> a pots oh. and schooner round. Oh, okay. Mar- Mario, you're an idiot. What about the people's that's round? A that's bit rude. Well, he says, I oh, know it's his number. He says that's from Xi from China. I <laughs> uh, no, call it fans round. Oh, I like this from Chopsy. Call it Ruchi round, where everyone shouts around except the great tight ass Ruchi. <laughs> <laughs> I only read them. <laughs> I like that Chopsy. If we had a prize, I'd give you that. Why not? Here's another one. Um, this is from Slammer. G'day, Slammer. Brian. That's his real name, Brian. Is it? Oh, yeah, I know Brian. G'day, Brian. Why not the Festival of Australian Rules Football? Well, then you just call it Festival Round. Don't want a long name. You yeah, just that's want a very formal. Very you know, short we, name. When we were talking about beer and you were talking about the West End Brewery and being yes. knocked down and where the yes. water comes from. And, exactly. And we had a Tony who's the chief beer yep. maker. The Springs. Yeah, yep. I bumped into someone that knows Tony. Oh, it's my doctor, Alan Forbes. Mm. Yeah, and it was, was him, the original brewmaster. Okay. He's a listens to the show. Good on you, Tony. Uh, hi, guys. Kimbo, I'd never play any board game against you as you'd cheat at any opportunity. Wow. Even, a, even against a 10-year-old, laugh out loud. That's from Johnny K. You are highly competitive. Well, thank you, Johnny. I know that was said in jest. And, uh, yeah, well, who would want to lose to a 10-year-old? <laughs> all right, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, thank you for all the input. Good night, everyone. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.